Hey. Oh, is it my turn? Yeah. Sweet. Ladies, gentlemen, and everything in between, welcome to the Stardom Fan Podcast. I'm Mark. I'm pissed off. As usual, that was Juno. He's. Should I stop? Are you? Is it not working right? Is that why? <laughs> oh no! Actually. Oh, okay. Well, that. that I'm case. pissed. I'm pissed <laughs> off, and I want to get right. Well, it's not at Saki, but I'm pissed off. You know what? Then that's the end of the intros. You get right into it. <laughs> What's up, dude? <sighs> you know what? No. <laughs> You know what? <laughs> no. I'd like to. You would like to. So, so would I. Let me... Well, well, I can't even speak. Utami, distraction. Let me pull up the shit that's really grinding my gears right now. So. <laughs> uh, I'm so flustered. Um, <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying not to. Uh, what is the thing you say when you talk about uh, there's someone's favorite wrestler somewhere somehow? And you don't want to shit on them. Like a, there might be one not to go Toro fan fucking somewhere on the planet. Yeah, that's sort of my like the well, our t- our uh, bit was used used to be like we like to try to keep it positive. And, like, if we didn't have anything nice to say, just don't say anything about it. Because every wrestler is at least one person's favorite wrestler. But we've been failing at that lately. So, you know, <laughs> we we could start again soon enough if, if need be. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Starting world upload schedule, that's for sure. That's... I mean, that's I, that's not even worth it. We've been complaining about that for well over a month now. I actually have a quote. Since <laughs> someone brought that up. And since you're sipping on moonshine. Well, we're getting right sound, into it. So we were uh, going through some old shows. We were talking about, wow, I mean, May was just a rough month for the uploads. If May was rough, like June is just, it's stupid. We're, we're, we're getting our one match a week. Well done. Can I get into it? I'm pissed. Uh, yeah, well, I was going to start vamping until you collected your thoughts. But after seeing the blue Kool-Aid go down the gullet, I guess you're all right. <sighs> You see this wonderful lady in front of you? Um, on my screen right now, thanks to you, there is Utami in a red dress. The paragon of vice and virtue. Some things have been happening in stardom recently. Utami... Are we going right into the social media minute? Storyline time? No, this is real life. Okay. Utami, week in and week out, she puts it all on the line. You know, she puts the work in. She doesn't care if she's in, like, the pre-show with all the other chumps or if she's in the main event selling, putting asses in seats, but you only need the edge, selling tickets to pay-per-views. She, she's do anything that this company needs, anything her family needs, her f- supposed friends need. And now all of a sudden it's Utami's fault that her teammates keep whacking her in the face during tag team matches. It's Utami's fault that when they lose a match, all of a sudden, oh, we've lost a lot of matches recently. I mean, I'm the white belt champion. We've lost a lot. What have you done, Utami? We lose a lot of matches. And she says, why'd you say that to me? And then Saya says, what? I know we've lost a lot of matches. It would have been nice if I had a fucking tag team partner. Whoa. Anyways, things have been blowing up with Queen's Quest recently, where every single match, it seems like Utami's put, going in there and she's like, hey guys, I'm going to do the thing where I, uh, you guys suck and I'm going to get in the ring and I'm going to like, you know, put three bitches on their head as she does, right? And yeah. then somehow, Azumi, Sayaka Matani, fucking finger bang Kevin Miyu Amasaki. Lady C's all right. Fuck it up. Uh And now, on the next pay-per-view, Sardom Sunshine. There ain't going to be a lot of fucking sunshine, tell you that much. Because it's a Wado tie. And it's Queen's Quest in a steel cage match. Where for some reason, fucking Utami got dragged into a match where the point is to 
escape the cage, which that pit, that annoys me already. Like, well, isn't the point of a steel cage match to keep you inside the damn ring? Well, not since 1986, where they started putting a roof on top. Well, that's true. <laughs> somehow they get, somehow Shane make, finds his way out of the top of the hell in the cell each year. <laughs> See, even when there's a even when they put a top on it, it still didn't matter, did it? But stipulation is the last person left in the cage has to leave their faction. Which is certainly interesting. And leading up to said cage match, there was another match. An elimination match between Oedo Tai and Queen's Quest. And that's, that's actually our match of the week that Stardom uh, uh, World decided we were allowed to watch one match this week. And apparently that was the one they uploaded. I'm only going on one rant this week. Don't get me started on fucking stardom uh, guy, whoever uploads all their shit. (laughs) (laughs) And it gets down to Azumi and Saki Kashima and the greatest wrestler of our generation, of any generation, according to most people, gets Kishikashi'd by a 40-pound when wet Pale, skinny, unathletic Saki Kashima, completely letting the rest of the team down. Anyways, that's not important, neither here nor there. After the match, this bitch, fucking Natsuko Tora, gets on the microphone and says, Hey, Utami! Like, there's not five other bitches who also lost the match. Uh, what happened? I thought that you said that all Oedo Tai does was talk shit. He's like, now look at you. You're losing. And they're like, ha you're a loser. And they leave the ring. But then all of Utami's Queen's Quest teammates also like leave her high and dry in the center of the ring. Like they're already fucking done left the arena while all of Oedo Tai is like talking shit to their supposed friend and leader. And Utami goes to leave the ring. And she sits on the apron and she flicks her hair. Well, she's sitting there and she's just like got her head in her hands and she's contemplating. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. And she does the typical, you know, Utami hair flip. You know what I saw? My world shattered. Utami was crying. Not just crying. Bawling her eyes out well that's not good well a whole bunch of fucking stupid awaito type bitches are running their mouths where are her friends eating fucking bentos with the other commoners in the break room but you may be asking yourself but you know this is what you're supposed to say why is utami smiling in this picture if she's i'm talking about how all her friends and have betrayed her and the world is against her. But you know, what happens? Why is she smiling in this picture that you showed me if uh, she's so upset? Oh, I'll tell you because uh, the world is in all shit and Natsuko Toras. Sometimes there's like a little bit of sunshine, like stardom sunshine. Uh, a bunch of fans on Twitter got together to do a campaign to see that Utami is like breaking down crying in the middle of the ring and they started a campaign where everybody just uh posts pictures of utami smiling and sends it uh, with the hashtag holy cow the internet did something for their own good yeah check out all these amazing pictures of utami smiling oh who would have thought the internet could like make people happy i didn't know that's what it was for yeah she's got a lot of bad friends, but the internet, it's a cool place sometimes. So I went ahead. Pretty cool. Oh, these are all going up there. Right now I'm just showing a slideshow of all these amazing Utami pictures. And I was going through the hashtag and I had to stop myself because I'm like, oh, we're getting to podcast time. I could have, I could have saved like a couple hundred. My. <laughs> There's a lot. My, I was thinking of it. I had a take from it. 
they unless unless something lost in translation it's funny it's like words are important <laughs> but then again like their words might not be so they we're assuming utami loses this match we're not the rules at least as translated doesn't say winner has to go to the other faction or no, loser no. has to go to the other it's... faction it's not just yeah. loser has to, it's not loser goes to the other faction. No. It's not even the losing faction picks a member. It's the last person left in the cage. Yeah. So if Tommy's the last person left in the cage, she doesn't have to join a wait time. She just says, peace out. Who's coming with me? Lady C, get over here. We're starting uh, Utami's quest and you, I need someone to do my laundry. <laughs> you know what? Her friends might be against her, but the world's with her. What an amazing hashtag. And, you know, there's an amazing hashtag. And then uh, at Stardom Mark has to get involved. What did at Stardom Mark do? Did you send one? Of course. <laughs> well done. <laughs> it's, only the, it's only the greatest YouTube video of all time. So, again, I'm ahead of the curve. Uh, it's a nice thing that the internet's doing where they're doing a hashtag of Tommy smiling to cheer her up. I did this shit a year ago and put it <laughs> like, in video form. you up since day one. <laughs> yeah. I've been down since day one. <laughs> Ish. Yeah. That's fantastic. And, you know, at least for the moment, Tommy can hopefully have a smile well, here's the deal i mean cosmic Ang cosmic angels only has like two members left maybe she can just join tam and get the the nakanos together team nakano <laughs> you want to get into the greatest title match of all time i don't know if i want to upset you even more but i mean it was something we were going to do tonight. If you want a break from this, and then we can go back into more storylines or there's Shoka, or the social media minute or for anything else. But if you want to take a break, cleanse the palate, and have you watched it? Watched what? Sorry. Well, I I uh, took the liberties of... Sorry, for the pod podcast people right now, I'm playing... Uh... If you go to Stardom Fan YouTube channel, there's a video called Hi There, Utami, where I edited it together like uh, all the times I could find of Utami smiling and waving at the camera. <laughs> and, and it's, it's distracting. Wonderful. Um, yeah, but if you haven't watched it yet, it'd be it's sort of like a premiere. Um, it's a video highlight reel uh, that I took the pleasure of making. Uh, we sort of slept on flashing champions because you didn't love the ending of it but there's a point where the greatest title match the match that is like probably one of the matches of the year a match that is literally history making a match that is changing the way stardom is basically being run right now like if there is one match that you know we we can cover real quick if you want there's like a it's only a seven-minute video, but it's worth watching if, if anyone's uh, ready for it. You got the highlight if video? You wanna, uh, yeah. Oh. A premiere. Also, you know, I mean, it could be one of those things if you wanted to, like, pause and talk about it as you go. Oh, well, that's an idea. You know, sort of like if, if you had anything to say, because if there is an expert in wrestling and wrestling psychology, it's like, I mean, it's it's you in my opinion. So if you wanted to sort of break down parts of the greatest title match of all time and sort of say like your thoughts at different parts. Mm. That's true. Okay. Tommy's almost done saying goodbye or hello. And goodbye. <laughs> uh, but isn't that amazing? Her friends might be shit, but the internet is good for once. That's insane. And it's hashtag... Uh, I don't know how to say that. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know how to say it. I don't know how to spell it, but I knew how to find it. All right. Well, follow... Um, at Stardom Mark? The Stardom fan? Uh... It's something like... Uh, I think it says something... Like It translates into something like... Uh, 
this smile is poetry. <laughs> <laughs> Kawaii. So you're saying we should just, I mean, I know we want to get into like, all right, let's be honest. The greatest, you've seen the thumbnail, the greatest, uh, at least most important title change or pay, whatever match in uh, stardom history. Some would say one of the best matches in all of wrestling ever. Yeah, it's changing the way. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's actually crazy. And I think we've glossed over it like the past two weeks, and it's finally time to at least give it its, give it its uh, seven minutes of, of fame. It's well, seven minutes. Well, why don't we do this? I had to rant about Utami. I'm sorry. I took a part of the show. Uh, I left it happy. Why don't we do our social media minute, and then like, real quick, we'll just do like the Saki Kashima high-speed title match. Do a premiere, a secret premiere if you're on the live stream of we did like a little highlight of it. And then we'll talk about Tam Nakano, the greatest red and white belt champion, some would say ever of all time. Oh, I wasn't actually going to talk about that match. I was pretending that that was the match. And then you were going to play the uh, Kashima match. No, we'll, 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 listen, we got to be, we're not stardom news, but sometimes we got to cover what's happening in the company. So yeah, we're just going to completely note sell it and talk about the real greatest uh, title change of all time. Yeah, I mean, we'll talk about. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about Stuff it. For my punchline, this guy. What else we have in the social media minute, and then we'll do Wing. a premiere video. Yeah. All right. So enjoy the Tommy Wings. I got to jump around a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no spoilers. Um, <laughs> I gotta remember, like, for doing the social media thing to. <laughs> show off more of the uh, or explain more what's happening so no it worked out good uh last i just uh the uh, podcast will be up uh within the next 24 hours and uh it, was... it, it turned it turned out good last week i, I just I chop up a few things but it it, worked, it plays for audio too <laughs> oh one more thing <laughs> uh uh while you're setting that up what's your take on this uh released last week um, a request um, from a stardom official. Thank you very much for always watching the women's professional wrestling stardom and for your warm encouragement and support for the players. I have a message and request for all fans. Recently, there have been cases <laughs> where photos of our players have been posted on social media or on the web for sexual purposes such as persistently taking pictures of lower body of our players. Above all, taking, posting, and publishing such photos is an act of sexual harassment that undermines the dignity of the athletes who concentrate and devote themselves to the game, family members, and others involved. Anyways, before even going any further, this is the same company that well, sells you photo books and no. them swimming in the pool. No, well, you... you okay, fair... Fair enough. You don't know about social media, and that's the part so the social media I don't want to talk about. The other companies have been putting this shit out like that, too, where there's, like, a few people, like, I know we joke about, like, oh, here goes Tam, like, she's doing the stretch on the top rope, here come the cameras coming up, but, like, there's a few people, I assume it's kind of like the green shirt guy, okay, I don't want to make a comparison, make him sound like a creep, but you know what I mean, like, the fans that go to every show? Yeah. With their uh, $30,000 pictures that take better photos than NASA could. Oh, so that is a real thing. Like, whenever we joke, like, we look at the crowd and we're like, all right, iPhone, iPhone, well, iPhone. I like and then to... there's a guy in the front row with a fucking three-foot telephoto lens. I'm like, what is he doing? <laughs> well, we like to joke about sometimes with the camera angle, we'll show him coming out. And I like to just watch the crowd and see who's... Well, not even just where they're recording, like, you know, what body parts, but I like to see this, like, oh, this guy's a fan of, like, man, he just took 47 pictures of Mariah and didn't give a sh put his phone away when Sherry came out. Oh, that's so a, that's actually, so like, funny thing that's me. happening. Like, people are Remember? actually posting those things. No. <laughs> well, yeah. And nah. it's creepy, and I could see you fearing for your safety when the same guy goes to every show and, like, 
tags you in it. So it's like every, every single photo we took is a new Twitter thing. So you got you probably see one of them, and then you look and he's like, oh, he's in the front row at every show. Like, ugh. <laughs> I want to clear the air uh, just real quick. That was uh, actually supposed to be a bit that I thought was going to be funny because I didn't know that my ignorance was bliss. I didn't know there it was really creepy out there on the I, internet. I like, yeah, the and, uh, Jake, yeah, Jake, like, is just. I just wanted to make sure he knows. Like, I honestly know that, like, <laughs> sexual harassment and consensually doing modeling isn't the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, just wanted, I just wanted to make sure I just uh, didn't realize and I thought it was funny for a moment but I've changed my ways I don't think it's funny anymore <laughs> you know Hasht- we need... hashtag we need more smiling girls uh, we need a palate cleanser like uh, a mountain what is it not monster <laughs> mountain dew <laughs> oh men mountain dew monster energy drink so Saki has recently and this is only I only got like five or so photos. She posted like way more of our social media minute. She's in America, not even like three days. And I find like monster energy drinks, pizzas the size of her head, <laughs> like pizza slices the size of her head. She is loving America. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So right here is a picture of her taking a selfie with, in the background is the Statue of Liberty. And then she probably like, turn the camera around and it's like can i order like a, a big mac <laughs> a like, man, help you, ma'am. um what do you have here uh this shows the menu one of everything <laughs> <laughs> one of those ladies who never stops moving so she never puts on weight uh, well <laughs> in the right spots at least it's all it's all good weight <laughs> uh <laughs> actually that was one of the the funniest things is um <laughs> what was that my thing stopped sharing oh no no that was finally me clicking on it oh you were making a you're making a point that you don't share it with me and i made a point for the last 10 minutes to keep watching you on youtube delay <laughs> and the first i don't even know oh, i don't even know if i saved it but now the very first one <laughs> i seen of her was like she's not even in america like two minutes it's like here's a picture of me with the statue of liberty <gasps> here's me with the big mac <laughs> It's actually hilarious. That's so funny. I wanted to. Good. That's so funny. I wanted to point out like the one comment, like for. Uh, and I thought that was so funny. Uh, Enigma V Four. He's got talk for glory, and basically he hates everything I like, and I hate everything he say, likes. But I must have said something right. I just to interrupt because this is uh, the Stack Eye Enigma. Like, if you need to write this down, this is the first compliment you've ever, first con- compliment or and or shout out that Juno has ever given you, and he's been on your show. We've <laughs> <laughs> had a super show, a crossover even. Uh, so if you basically you're like, man, Juno's crazy. I don't like what he says about blah, 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 blah. Then you'll probably like what Talk for Glory has to say about it. But, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I want to say, like, for some reason, like, with Saki, like, he just has, like, we just both love Saki. He says, Saki discovered New York City, and now she owns it. <laughs> Basically. Um, another thing that happened in the social media hour... I mean, minute. Um, Real quick, do you know, have you uh, hacked into her, her itinerary? How did her schedule happen up where she spent this weekend in New York and then she's spending next weekend in California with uh, uh, stardom fan fan Jacob Rainbow Warrior? Um, well, she's got to get home somehow. <laughs> the quickest way home is across the, it might be, Heaven. across the U.S. and over the Pacific. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I just found these photos, like, so funny. Um, you should explain what you're looking at. <laughs> oh, wait. Or maybe... Explain, yeah, explain that one. <laughs> I don't even know who this is. Well... <laughs> explain it. I can't. Oh, there's a... I'm assuming... One of our wrestlers, and she's riding on uh, bumper cars that looks like Grover. 
it's a bumper car that looks like it's for like a three-year-old. Oh my god, that's got to be Starlight. <laughs> I didn't even notice she has a heart emoji over her face. Holy cow! Outside of her gear, she looks twelve. I thought. <laughs> oh my god! I thought I thought the the light bulb went off when I was like, so there's this wrestler, I think, and she's can fit in the car for a toddler. Uh it t- it, t- it took me a second for me to see notice the the heart emoji over the face. That's insane Saya. yeah so i mean it's a funny thing Stop i'm being like a bitch. it just came up as a funny <laughs> thing where it's like not even wrestling related and i'm like oh they're all this at the theme park hanging out separately i'll tell you well that is i like that they all the groups hang out together because that's one thing that you'll find that they do they don't have a match where they beat the shit out of each other and then 18 seconds later go on social media and congratulate each other on a great match like they they the Japanese kayfabe is real, baby. I specifically remember Roman Reigns throwing Braun Strowman into a trash compactor and killing him. Literally, like he threw him into the back of a uh, trash truck and crushed uh-huh. him. And then, like the next day, Braun Strowman's like, "Here is my nephew," and he's taking like a photo with like Roman Reigns. I've named him after you, Roman. I had my sister name her kid after you, Roman, because we're such good friends. You remember that? And they're taking selfies together. Yeah, that's actually the exact... Every time I bring, like, something like that up, that's exactly what goes through my head. Either that uh, in, uh, moment right there, or, like, every Chris Jericho match. Like, everything... <laughs> like, God forbid, he... Every time he has a match, he has to go on Talk His Jericho and explain how he did everything. So he's like, a fucking genius. He's gonna talk Tony Khan into, like, alright, so we should wrestle a match, but I have, like, the headset on for commentary... And, like, I explain how we're coming up with these moves as they're happening for my podcast. I was going to say he was going to commentate. That was about done going. But, yeah. If he's... <laughs> <laughs> like, when they have the anarchy matches and it's supposed to be, like, oh. a bloody, like, street fight. And then, like, the next week it's like, so what we really wanted to do here is go for, like, an artistic shot. <laughs> God oh, damn it. So funny. <laughs> but from – this has got to be the complete opposite of Chris Jericho. We got a Himika post. Oh, rare. Uh, we found a wild Himika. Oh, yeah. Check it out. She's got one of those like toys with the plastic thing in there where like you can put your push your hand through and like it comes out on the other side. Oh, yeah. Or, like, what do you what do you think it means? <laughs> what is <laughs> she's doing like a OK sign? <laughs> I, I I actually you know what I think at the right angle she's doing too sweet. Oh yeah yeah yeah. That's it what also, I see. It also could be uh, Natsupoi. She does that. Oh, it's <laughs> poi time. <laughs> but I was so shocked enough to see Himika post something, and because we're on Himika watch twenty four seven, and then I'm like, whoa, she's doing the poi symbol, and I thought that was the end of it. And then Natsupoi goes ahead and says. Uh, today is an off day. I can't, which explains why everyone else is hanging out at fucking Universal, and we're gonna see why they're the assholes. Uh, you you wouldn't think that going to Universal Studios Osaka or wherever would be like the, a terrible thing to do with your day, but look who she found. She's working there now too. So she's working in the Rain Tree Forest Cafe that we saw her in the caves last week, and now she's working at Universal. I don't know if this is at Universal, but it's a picture of Natsupoi about to get eaten by a shark. <laughs> and there's a wild Himika in the background. I'm actually... <laughs> I thought I'd like it this way. So Himika is now just randomly, like, photobombing people she used to work with. I was like, going to say... Natsupoi's how... just like, hey, guys, check me out with this big fish. And Himika just, like, shows up and then runs away. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Hey, do they still talk? Where are you, are you going to the aquarium? Oh, that's cool. And just hangs out there. Think of it this way. Because like, you know Nessie Boy actually... has to take a thousand selfies a day. Yeah, and I'm assuming it's almost like, you know how ghost hunters like just take a bunch of pictures and shit and run those EVPs or whatever the fuck they're called, and then they re-listen to them and re-watch their video? Yeah. So they all go through it at the end, and then Poi's like, oh my god, there was a Himika in the background the whole time. <laughs> 
Yeah. That's good. What are the chances that Himika comes back? She's like, all right, retirement sucked. No one wanted to hire me, and I, I, I'm not sore anymore. And, you know, retirement was great for three months. And then, so they do a Meltier entrance, and it sucks. And then Himika's music just plays, and she just snaps her fingers and, like, points, like, Stop. down. And, yeah, like, you know, as you do a dog, like, here. And then, you know, Nat's boy <laughs> just comes scampering back, and everything's once again right with the world. Oh, I was thinking, like, you know how, like, so they're doing their terrible Meltier entrance with the bad song if they're poorly lit. Well, Nancy Poi's great. She could sing, she could dance, she can act. It's Tam I'm yeah, not I... so sure about. Yeah, I agree. Tam's pretty much the strength of the group. Well, she's, all right, she's she's not she's not half bad at wrestling, but let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> As an idol, singer, dancer, actor, eh, Nancy Poi's her back must hurt a lot. Yeah, she's fantastic. <laughs> and finally, some actual stuff that's related to things that are happening in stardom. Um, one of the big stories is the pineapple. Why? Well, I liked her when she was just pretending to be Nazi boy. That was a big improvement. Um, yes. I don't know how else. <laughs> also, Poi doesn't have a voice anymore. Say, put um, the audio on this one if you if you got it. Yeah, I'm playing it. Oh, okay. So, Tam Nakano and Natsu Poi signed a scale, like for your weight. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> it's a weird thing to do. And they're weighing her out. The pineapple. Yeah. Because the pineapple girl wants to join Cosmic Angels. And that's Natsup- Yeah, well, Natsupoi's <laughs> like, well, she's my friend. And she likes to pretend to be me. And that's cool. But Tam says, you know, you're just too fat. <laughs> so. Oh, well, she just. Well, she's, she wants her to be healthy. So she's lost, I think, like fucking 15 pounds in a week. So she must have got all the Tam Nakano uh, weight loss tips. Wow. <laughs> and then she's like, I work so hard. And she's posting all the time about how the weight she's trying to lose. And then Tam says, wow, 15 pounds. That's great. Another 15 and we'll talk. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. This girl could get dangerous. This girl that already has a... Uh a little bit of mass. She like turns it into a little bit of muscle. Like Tam better not be on the receiving end of it. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh yeah. Another storyline is another thanks. Natsupoi doesn't have a voice. Actually, a lot of the girls don't have voices right now. I don't know what's going on with that. Probably mono. <laughs> It's going That's one of your poi. Bye, boy. 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 Bye, <laughs> yeah, someone in our Discord said it. Um, made me laugh so hard. Um, well, there was a post probably on Twitter or wherever, and someone said, just in this year, all the terrible things Tam has done to other people, like just unprovoked. <laughs> like, she's body shaming this girl, calling her fat. Uh, she, remember, like, the fake Tam, like, just wanted to, like, idolize her, and she took her belt that she worked really hard on, just, like, ripped it into pieces. Yeah, and then she said, "Like, well, you can keep trying to be me, but you're still gonna suck." Um, she shaved, like, <laughs> cut Julia's hair for no reason. Eh. All right, well, they don't like each other, eh. but it's definitely unprovoked. <laughs> okay, well, I think she beat her. <laughs> Tam Nakano beat Julia in a match, and then she said, "I demand satisfaction," and shake cutting her hair <laughs> after she won. Anyways, she's done a bunch of more awful stuff. And then the thing was in our Discord. I wish I remember who said it. But they said, uh, yeah, she is a terrible person. But I think that's why I like her or something like that. Like, Or despite her being a really awful person. 
<laughs> she, like, I don't know. She turns around. She has a big smile, and you know, what are you gonna do? It's pretty funny. <laughs> Uh, Tam Nakano and Atsupoi present a weight scale to Yuna Mizu Pineapple Girl, who is working hard on a diet to get into Kozen. And she turned out to be 67.7. So she started off at 75 kilograms. She's at 67. And then Tam says, all right, well, that's great. Get to 60 and we'll talk. Hey, I'm not into people like thinking that's being mean. One, it's fucking wrestling, and two, it's like in the grand well, scheme. Well, she of things, did say if that's a journey this girl wants to take and get in some better shape. By all means, if that's her motivation, is to <laughs> Tam get, calling her uh, gross. Yeah, I was gonna say is to get bullied by Tam and then eventually like kick her ass. Yeah, I, more power to her. I believe after one of their mat, like one of their first times, because they've been tagging together, and she's, and she's like, Tam, I just want to. You're like my idol, and now you have uh, both the belts, and we'll get into that later. Uh, you have both the belts, and you're the greatest. Can I please join? And then Tam just looks at her and goes to shake her hand, and then like this, uh, like the whoop, and, like back through, like where you comb your hair, and then she uh, poked her in the in the stomach and walked away. <laughs> but she said, "Yeah, like the, <laughs> the hell's his name, Doughboy, <laughs> Pillsbury Doughboy." <laughs> yeah, she says, put on some muscle and become a power fighter, get strong, and you can maybe join us. Because she's, you know, put in the work and then we'll talk. And then one more bite, boy. I just want to hear it. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Oh, shit. Uh, I thought we were done. But there's more. Oh. Well, there's two more. <laughs> That's made me laugh. I think I like Xena. Xena's fantastic. I I went back and started watching some stuff from May because God forbid anything is up from June, and I finally watched the match with um, uh, it was like Xena. It was like the not so good, the Club Venus. That's not Mina versus stars so when they started off with um uh, koguma it, so it started off being uh, mariah may doing the the sexy kuma but then xena came out and did strong kuma and started flexing and doing the, <laughs> the i was like oh that is freaking cool <laughs> yeah so you don't use in instagram so the way the stories work is like all right i'll play one more time like I don't know how long they can be, but this one's just one second, or they could probably be up to minutes. And then once they play, it just, like, goes to the next thing. Like, you don't even have to click on anything. So, like, she's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, like, ten different, like, videos. And they're probably all of her, like, picking girls up over her head and doing, like, gut-wrench power bombs and suplexes and flexing. I'm like, oh, that's all cool. And then I skip to the, it goes to the next video, and it's just this. <laughs> Made me laugh, like... <laughs> so she's got the Mario hat. Waka's Luigi, and she's hugging like a. That's what was kind of confusing me too. She's got a Mario hat at Universal, but also they have Elmo because she's hugging like a three-foot Elmo plush. Well, they had Grover. That was Sesame Street too, so that must be a Sesame Street thing. Everywhere it was in the Grover car. <laughs> she drove it there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The final thing I got. And because there's always got to be a weekly Lady C segment. Oh, that's yeah. We sort of fell off that because, well, now that they don't show the opening matches anymore of Stardom shows, I don't get to watch Lady C. That's true. So she got <laughs> this. Is hilarious. I don't know where she got this thing. She's amazing. A while ago, on she just posted like at I think three in the morning her time. Like I'm doing a pizza party for myself. <laughs> She just lives her best life. And now she's got this little uh, catfish stuffed animal thingy. <laughs> she's just posting pictures of it everywhere, with it everywhere. She's like, oh, I'm eating dessert with my little stuffed animal guy. <laughs> you make sure I put him in the, in the cup holder on the bus, take him with me. That's she's so even weird. like... 
she's talking them in and she makes sure she says good night cat well she's talking them in at night in their hotel room <laughs> um huh she's uh <laughs> if, if they're at universal is there a chance like you know how you win that like dollar snake prize is that like the dollar prize that or like it took her a hundred times to win that and she's like i'm I'm getting my money's worth out of this one <laughs> yeah, maybe. She went on top. She says she went on top of a really tall skyscraper. She says I got to cure my fear of heights. Hey. Jacob loves Tammina.ambarritos.ambarritos.ambarritos.ambarritos.ambarritos.ambarritos.ambarritos.ambarritos.ambarritos.ambarritos.ambarritos.ambarritos.ambarritos.ambarritos.ambarritos.ambarritos
Maybe we have to fight it out. I don't know what we're gonna do. We're gonna have twenty four matches of the year. Get oh yeah, no, we're yeah, no. It's <laughs> the whole point was to be scientific, and we're halfway through the. Oh, we should. Oh my God, there's a bit. <laughs> so we're literally at the halfway point, and we have well after this month, we'll have six months worth of matches of the months that we could iron out to a match of the year so far for match of the year watch. Wow. Yeah. Cause I didn't tell you that on my list. Um, uh, I put um, the main event of flashing champions uh, on there. Cause I, I didn't, you, you, I needed you to have a few week uh, calm down before I, I told you that uh, Mina versus uh, uh, Tam made the, uh, a possible uh, match of May list see the problem with that is the match you're about to talk about is a match of them that's just a lock for match of the month right <laughs> and i did mention utami had a homecoming yeah the utami homecoming max i i did watch it but there's the only problem i have with all that is like the watching it in the context of like utami's homecoming should have been happier for me and i'm like i'm sitting there still watching you- fucking Saya being a bitch. Because you're watching a match from <laughs> two months ago. I, I know at this point, right? So what do you want me to do here? Because I had you made a highlight video, which is awesome. I can't wait to watch this. But I also had I wrote, took down notes. I'm like, oh, at one point for podcast version alone, I did a play by play. Oh, oh well, you know what? Well, let's do this. Let's um. You know, you know what? Because this will, this will actually play the best for the podcast, and then maybe we'll end it. Because when you play the video, I think it would play better without um, a lot of your layers. Because I also put layers in, and I think my layers are also funny. So why don't we talk about? We'll finish the night up talking about the play-by-play of the match, and then maybe set up, close the show up, and set a quick premiere of um, the title said title match, which is the the high-speed match. If that makes sense to you, uh, that's great. Um, Azumi, <laughs> <laughs> she goes from the mat to the top rope and then tries to jump from, or she jumps from the mat to the top rope and then tries to jump from the top rope to the floor. A move she's done a few times. I mean, it's it's her move. Yeah, and it's always been like on the verge of like killing herself every time. Well, this time she kills herself and cracks her ribs on the post. Oh, and she goes, she literally tries, she goes, she jumps up to the top, goes to jump, cracks her ribs on the post straight to the floor. It was awesome. It was awesome. It looked, I mean, but then, uh, a was the, you know, not Saki or Fukigen, but all other 18 members who are gracious enough to go over to her and help search. They pick her up and they bring her over to the side of the ring and they're holding her up so she can catch her bearings. This is also where I liked with the match. Like, it, If something... Man, I hate saying it like this, but it's worth pointing out that something got fucked up and like, I watched this match more than once, more than three times. I really like this match. And Fukigen and... You can watch Saki it eight Kashima. times before you see oh. a Kyrie entrance. Saki... Yeah, that is true, too. Saki, and Ka- Saki Kashima and Fukigen Death get back in the ring. Like, whatever. We're just going to keep fighting because, I mean, we don't need a Zumi to win the belt. It was fantastic. It was perfect. They didn't look around like, what do we do now? They got in the ring and fucking well, went on with the so show. It was amazing. Yeah, well, I think that Azumi was being held, uh, helped up by the gracious Oedo Tai uh, seconds. Some might also say they were holding her there so that uh, Fukigen can hit the ropes for a suicide dive. Yeah, yeah. So they did. Yeah, they were gonna. They were gonna. Fukigen was gonna suicide dive. <laughs> and she was gonna go off one side to the other, like fucking Kenny Omega style or Seth Rollins style. Monday Night Rollins. <laughs> Monday Night Fukigen was about to happen. Flashing Fukigen. Oh no. <laughs> Flashing Fukigen. <laughs> but before she could do that, she hits the ropes. She she comes flying off the ropes, and Saki hits her with a roll up. And it was at that moment that I knew that oh. Saki Kashima 
is a trained killer. How else she, could she have beaten <laughs> Shuri three times in a row? Yeah. I think. Maybe it's four. I, I, that's the math I like. She's a trick. She's a killer. She's a trained killer. And once it once uh-huh. it clicks, once that flip is switched, she just can't turn it off. So she like goes sometimes she, even when the switch is flipped. <laughs> yeah. So she rolls up <laughs> her own teammate. I mean, uh, opponent, because the three way. Uh, <laughs> and Fukigen kicks out at two, and Saki's like, "I'm so sorry." And while she's apologizing, she out. it's hilarious. She instantly, like the crowd cracks. The crowd like starts laughing. And Saki Kashima is like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so she's over there hilarious. apologizing and Fukigen pokes her in the eyes and goes brain buster and actually hits one. <laughs> yeah. No one ever hits a brain buster. So, she, she, uh, I think she goes brain buster death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But usually like she says that. And they reverse it. <laughs> it never actually works. <laughs> uh, so she hits her with a brain buster. Death! And there's a kick out. And then Fukigen goes to climb the top rope. And just as that happens, like the cowardly Azumi uses her opportunity to climb to the top rope and hits a double foot stomp onto Saki Kashima. Poor Saki. Poor defenseless, blind contrite she's still apologizing to Fukigen, mind you and she just got brain busted she's dead she's freaking dead and this coward azumi hits her with a double foot stomp so Fugian comes off the top rope hits azumi with a missile drop kick Fukigen has had like in the time we've been watching she's had like this might be her second actual wrestling match we watched her like we watched her have that match with mayu where she like pulled off like she showed that she was, she's was like, this is just her fun retirement gimmick. Awesome wrestler. Like the Fuki, like versus Mayu. She did like the fucking boot salt. And now she's throwing out. There's a title match. She's throwing out missile drop kicks off the top rope. Like, come on, Fuki. Get all right. Let's go. <laughs> what did you just say? Yeah. I said it on purpose. <laughs> Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, a little side tangent, but when that match with Mayu, <laughs> Mayu hits Fugigen with a tombstone, and she's just oh. holding her there because Fugigen can't do anything. She's four feet tall. And I think that's. Oh, she hits her with a tombstone, and then she hits her. ユーノ、ヨーレオブセストウィズスターダムマーチャンダイズフェンゼ、ゼンドユーアンイメールザットジュゴ、アイテムズイズザリミットアンドジュナナイズトゥーマッチとアイハドクスタイトリーパーチェ
Saki hits her with a Greco-Roman hair hold and slams her to the mat. Yeah. What's wrong with that? I mean, yeah. It's one of the <laughs> most it's one of the most oldest prestigious moves in all of wrestling. The old Greco-Roman hair hold. I always like in a Tai Chi match when he uh Kevin Kelly puts over the Greco-Roman throat hold. And then, like, when someone else starts choking, Kevin Kelly's like, no, you can't tell. That's a choke. Break it up, ref. Yeah, because when Azumi gets up first, she goes and she grabs both Fuki and Saki by the hair. <laughs> Not cool. <laughs> you don't mess with the clown's hair. <laughs> uh, so Azumi's shot off into the rope. She comes back. She ducks a clothesline. She rolls up Saki. Saki reverses and rolls up Azumi. And then the clown makeup must have gotten in Fukigan's eyes from the moonsault because she must she slips, I think, while Saki's pinning uh, Azumi. And now they're both accidentally pinning Azumi at the same time. <laughs> One might think they're working together. <laughs> I love when you take, ma- take notes of a match. <laughs> Only the I ones like that it. matter. Yeah, you've done two. This and Utami versus Mayu, right? <laughs> so that's how important this match was. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow, Azumi's getting pinned by both of them. She reversed it, and now she's pinning Fukigen Death. Death reverses it, and you're going to hear that a lot. And is pinning Azumi. Azumi reverses it, and is pinning Death. Fukigen reverses it, and is pinning Azumi. And now so this is the point where it's getting a little ridiculous. So Saki Kashima trying to help out her friend out of this infinite loop. Gently, gently nudges Fukigen in the face with her boot <laughs> to get her off of Azumi. <laughs> Azumi gets back up. Saki goes for the Kishikashi. But Azumi reverses into Azumi Sushi. But Saki kicks out. Wait, wait, wait. Say it again. So Saki goes for the Kishikashi. No, 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 no. I think it, it, it needs to be, um, I think, stressed that Izumi wrapped up Kashima in her move. The Izumi Sushi, the announcers yelled it. And Kashima kicked out of it fair and square. Fair and square and probably under three seconds. No, no, I have video proof that she had a shoulder up. It was like 2.9. Mm. Okay, well, that's why mm-hmm. I wrote down that she kicked out. So You'll also see it three times. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Zumi, rev- she didn't kick out of the Kishikashi. She reverses it into the Izumi Sushi. But Saki kicks out of one of the most, uh, what do you want to call it? Most hard to get the Zumi Sushi that beats everyone, but not it Saki does. Kashima. Mm-hmm. So Saki kicks out, and then Azumi goes. This monster goes to kick Saki Kashima in her pretty face. Oh, ugh! But she gets rolled up by. <laughs> uh, and you know, as this match will go, I wrote down uh, that Saki ducks Azumi's kick. She tried to ruin her perfect face. She rolls up Azumi. <laughs> Azumi rolls up Saki. Saki rolls up Azumi. It's back and forth. It's back and forth. Dogs and cats getting along. And then finally, Azumi rolls up Saki right as Fukigen gets back in the ring. And now this time, I don't think it was the makeup. She's been out of the ring for a minute, so she must have had time to get the like makeup out of her eyes. But the lights in the building must have been too bright because... Uh, she goes to roll up Azumi, who's also who was pinning Saki Kashiba. So maybe she just was blinded by the light, because now she's pinning Saki and Azumi. She would possibly <laughs> yeah, want to awesome. do that. Well, I mean, that's. I wish triple threat matches did. I wish all like multi-person matches did the thing where it's like when one person loses. I like I like the elimination style. So basically, Fugian was just like, "Well, fuck you! I'll beat you both." (laughs) (laughs) No questions asked, because you know how it is. If the champion like loses to someone like to the 
you know, if the champion loses the belt, but she's not the one that got pinned, she has a gripe. So Fukien was just like, well, I'll pin you both then. That way, <laughs> none of you guys can complain. True. And I think Saki's long legs must have got tangled up somewhere. That's why uh, they're both getting pinned. But she kicks out for Azumi and herself. Well, obviously, she's going to save the day. Another part of the confusion, as I'll get into this uh, part of the match here, is uh, Saki rolls up Azumi. Azumi rolls up Fukigen. Wait, Saki rolls up Azumi. Azumi rolls up Fukigen. Fuki rolls up Azumi. Azumi rolls up Saki. Saki rolls up Azumi. Fukigen rolls up Azumi. <laughs> Saki rolls up Azumi. They're going back and forth and back and forth and back and back and back to trying to pin Azumi. So they must be getting <laughs> dizzy. <laughs> Finally, this madness ends. When Fukigen just picks up Azumi and hits her with a... I was going to say Canadian Destroyer, but they're not in Canada. Where's, Dude, where's no, Fukigen it, from? First of all, it was even better because it wasn't a Destroyer because the Destroyer almost lands into a pile driver. She did like a flipping power bomb, And I noted this too, like that it actually... Usually you watch a Canadian Destroyer and all these idiots... I don't know, watch AEW on Wednesday. Look, I mean, you can tell that the guy receiving it just did it to himself. Fukigen is so good. The way she threw her weight, like, she, oh, my God, it was so effing good. On the video highlight reel, <laughs> you'll be able to see it. Wow, like, it looked as real as it gets. It was fantastic. And I think that was Fukigen's finishing move. Hmm. Well, I don't know if she's ever finished anybody with it, so maybe she's... Well, she would have here if it wasn't for Kashima. Kashima? No, Zumi take takes her ass and rolls out to the apron. Mm. Which you think you don't want to be there if you're the champion. And you got two no. high-speed geniuses going back and <laughs> forth trying to rule each other up. <laughs> when you think of high-speed, you think of Saki Kashima and Fukigen Death. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, we're reaching the climax of this match where I climax. Fukigen oh. grabs Saki from Push behind. Uh, I don't know about that. Something's getting pushed. And it's Saki Kashima into Izumi, knocking her to the floor. And then they come uh, back off the ropes. And Fukigen goes for the roll-up. Saki reverses it with the Kishikashi. And you think that Fukigen probably taught her that move so she would know how to get out of it. But she doesn't. Because Saki's killer instincts took over. She hits her with the one, two, say it with me. Three. In a new. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have a new reigning, defending, undisputed uh, high-speed champion. Yeah, I loved I loved this match. And Twilight like, says we are in fact pushing P. There's this um we're pushing B, I think. Pushing Oh. I don't think you want to be pushing B. I don't know what any of it means. The emotion at the end of this match was insane. Like Akashima went in this match and like I don't know. Like, I, I don't, it's wrestling, you know, like the re emotion that it brings out sometimes, like as she's crying, it's her first singles title. This is what makes it like historic. Rossi gives her the belt. She's talking to him on her, he's crying on his shoulder. She brings him back to have a photo op with her. And then eventually he just leaves, taps her on the belt and says, you deserve this. And then she, oh man, it was, it was awesome. <laughs> 30 years old, 10 years in the business, first singles title. That's yeah, pretty. It's all right, though. It's awesome. She's also been a part of about every single artist uh, championship team that's ever mattered. That's ever mattered, I agree with. <laughs> Just about. Um, that was a great recap, dude. Do you want to. Dottie. Oh, are we doing? All right, hold on. Let's before this devolves into soundboard time. Uh, well, we'll play twenty questions in a second. But before but it doesn't, 
I know exactly. Because before we actually have to, <laughs> we we need to do the thank yous. I mean, yes, we do. Contractually obligated to thank. We do have every one on the coffee has been super generous and thank you to you all the active members of patreon as it stands right now is quincy thank you chicken wait 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 Juno's number one fan wait yes. start over uh patrons yeah <laughs> our thank yous on uh, we have a patreon at patreon.com you can all the links are on the new and improved stardomfan.com. Go to stardomfan.com and I'll have all the links and more stuff is coming almost daily. Quincy is in. Uh, oh, nice. Chicken is in for another day or so. Jake. I don't know if I have a Mino, I have a Mino one yet. Jake Ebert is a... Cr- Jake is in the creators tier, so if he <laughs> ever wants you to, did he say he wanted to? Quite frankly, like we are contractually obligated, he's in the creator tier. Like if he has something like a uh, a show uh, topic that he wants, you just uh, let Juno know and he will figure it out. Twilight Dream is in as a Stardom fan fan, and so is Rick. Oh wait, did you say Arc Twilight Dream? Yeah. yeah. Things about Hazuki too. I, <laughs> I wanted to uh, thank them. Uh, there is a Patreon exclusive video up right now. It will also be on the Kofi feed. And with that, it is more than a pleasure to go through. I've never had to click show more before. Everyone has been was so fucking nice tonight. My I know. Goodness. Um. Well, I mean, we all. Uh, we Sith Lord, uh, Jacob, Enigma, Saint Albert, you guys, thank you for everything tonight. Um, any plugs? You, absolutely, and any <laughs> plugs you guys want, please. Like, we're a family here. Uh, I, I think we support our, you know, each other. That's what makes it fun. Enigma has a great YouTube. Jacob has a great YouTube. Uh, look it up. Quincy, I mean, he's not with us live, but, you know, we supported him on his uh, channel. He supported us in the past. So, I mean, it's, you know, <laughs> we're all wrestling fans. And we're all like weird uh, Joshi fans, uh, too. So we all have something in common. Everyone else is uh, weird. Yeah, you were the normal ones. I mean, I'm a <laughs> I'm a cult of Cornette guy. And even even Brian watched that show and he's talking about uh, uh, Oscar match. He's like Oscar. And then Brian last is like, but you should like watch her match though. It's like good. <laughs> uh, and that's why we always say. Be glad there's one place in the world where everybody knows your name. And they're always glad you came. And that's here. This motherfucker. Thank you, sir. I can fucking do anything.